Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast show. I am Spike Lou. Man, how about your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown. If you're looking for me on Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou in them same social streets. Holla at your boy. NFL kicking off this week. Big boy college weekend. I know you got some college games in, A.B. Uh, what that absolutely. G on your hat playing for? Grambling? No. Is a Grambling no. hat? First of all, no, nigga, it's Green Bay, nigga, world champion, <laughs> Green Bay Packers hat, nigga. College football sold some slaw on how y'all still watch it. Not true. College football, <laughs> literally, college football about to be better than the NFL. How, Sway? Uh, because the scores the be NIL, 73 to 6, nigga. Nah, with, the, <laughs> with the NIL shit, like, they're going to like de- redefine what you think college football is. You'll be watching it within three years. Watch. Mm. Watch. They gonna, they finna, it's going to be NFL plus. You think people going to be staying? People going to stay because they're going to be able to make money. Like you're going to be able to make stars in just college football, like college football stars. And they ain't going to worry about going to the league. I don't believe it. I think you're going to start seeing, dude, you know how people was retiring early? For sure. Like you started seeing a little trend. You don't get niggas that are going to retire after college. They make That's a couple hard. million dollars and they I ain't going to play football for the rest of my life, nigga. I got a million dollars. I go start me a business. I'm done. <laughs> Why? And this is, I think it's going to make the game a little bit better. We're not here to talk sports, man. We are here to talk. You guessed it. Jay-Z. That's right. Millennials, youngsters, 30 and under crowd. You can cut the podcast off right now. I'm talking to you, Chris Platt, Nikki Doucet, Maurice Hunt, all of you guys. This is the On Deck TV podcast, man. We're doing our five favorite Jay-Z B-sides. Not the... Oh, I know that verse, not the single, not the stuff with Beyonce, but the stuff that got us like on the the album tracks, those deep Jay-Z cuts. I'm going to give you my five favorite. AB is going to give you his five favorite. But before that, we're going to talk about Kodak Black being mad at Jay-Z about the Made in America, T.I. responding to his son King's recent arrest, and Jay-Z, he's talking about being called a capitalist and he refers that to another word that we'll definitely get into. But first, Animal Brown, your man's the baby had to cancel a show this weekend in New Orleans because guess what? Low ticket sales. I don't want to be the one to say I told you so. So I'm going to toss this one over to you, Animal Brown. Is there room for concern for the baby's low ticket sales in New Orleans? None whatsoever. Um, oh, God, is, please. This is 100% no deal. No deal <laughs> at all. Much to do about nothing. If anything, people need to investigate who the promoter was for this show. Because mm. you need to retire and find another profession. Do UPS is hiring. What's make you say that? Because, see, there, here's the thing. The baby uh, is a touring artist. Yes. And he does festivals and all that good shit. But he also does his own tours. Mm. And he just recently wrapped up his live show, Killer Tour. In February this mm-hmm. year, he did 20 plus dates, dude. No Six issues. He, right. Who? Six months ago. Yes, half, for sure. Half Six. a year ago. Yes. Okay. Yes. This year. Okay. Half a year ago. <laughs> In 2022, he just wrapped up 20 plus cities, dude. Now, here's the thing this is what I found interesting. Those places mm-hmm. that he did were places like the Coca Cola Roxy yep. down here in Atlanta, which we're familiar with. The municipal, yep. which you we're familiar with back home, they're they're about thirty five hundred, four thousand seater joints. You know, up what I'm to saying? seven, up to seven thousand, no more. Yeah, than on, 7, a, on a yeah, on a on a high night. end, great night. 
the thing is, they had him booked in New Orleans where the Pelicans play mm-hmm. at the Smoothie King. So that's 17,000 seats. <laughs> what made the, whose idea was it to book an entire arena for a nigga that does 5,000 seaters? So, and that's no disrespect. 5,000 seats is 5,000 seats. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that whose idea was to bring him down there to book that that big of a spot. So I think there's much to do about nothing. I don't think he's come out and said anything about this or his people or whatever. But it smells fishy, though. I'm not biting, but it's a little deal. Actually, no deal at all. Excuse me. Well, I was all ready to come on here and say this was a big deal because people know my previous stances on the baby. You're a hater. Yes. No, I just think it's over for him because he's ridiculously insane in the shit that he does outside of the booth. Uh, however, I don't think this is his fault. I do think this is a big deal. However, I don't think that this is his fault in the sense of, do you know what's going on in New Orleans this weekend? What's that? They're having an LGBTQ fest mm. as far as just the whole weekend is dedicated to that. Okay. And college football kicked off this weekend in New Orleans as well. To your point, Animal Brown, the promoter should be fired. The people on his team to put this together should be fired. The booking agent, whoever's responsible for telling you September 1st, the first weekend, I want the baby in New Orleans in a 17,000 seat arena. That's insane, especially with the people who were there with the like, like that's not his crowd to say the least. Nope. Like those are the people that he offended the last time that he was at a big event and they damn near got him shut down and canceled. So you're not going to sell a lot of tickets. I feel like in a college crowd with the baby or in the LGBTQ crowd. So I do definitely feel like that this is an issue, but for different reasons that I've spoken here before, I will say, I told you so, and I'm not speaking in the sense this time of the baby's talent, but what happens is the lack of professionalism around you starts to happen because people who are professionals don't want to be associated with you anymore. Mm. Eight months ago, the baby wouldn't have had this problem because he would have had a better booking agent. It wouldn't have been niggas dipping, leaving the team. Now I don't have any re- confirmations that people have left the team. I just see the business starting to conduct differently. And that makes me think that the people who were handling it well to get him to this position are somewhat fed up with all the bullshit that they deal with on the outside of this because they can go deal with artists who are a lot more professional. So I feel like this is where the outside stuff starts to come into play. Will people still want to listen to him? Sure. But when you're talking from a business aspect and people who are professional and going to represent him in boardrooms and deals and making sure that that brand is as big as we've expected it to be, that shit over with. It's done mm. deal, and you can tell. I think this is part of the thread starting to come unloose. Um, it's over for the baby. I'll say it again here on the On Deck TV show. I don't believe that. I, I will say there's no successful artist who hasn't had some type of tribulation in mm-hmm. some way, shape, form, or fashion. Any type of bad press. No one is flawless. Stop, bro. He's game. killed two people, bro. Stop. Who? He's killed. He's killed two people. Well, I thought it was just one. The nigga that broke in his house, didn't he kill him? No, he just shot him. I just shot him. Well, the other dude he got to fighting with in Louis Vuitton is dead as well, mysteriously. Not by the hand. We're not going to put that on him. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just what saying, man? mysteriously, he's dead, too, after that. But I, I, that was a joke. But, again, those are all the things that we think of. Even in your response, you got to defend those actions. And, yeah, people have turmoil, but I, it's not worth it. Like, if, if, if the baby... If I was in a position where the baby's people wanted to do business with me, like a big firm that does marketing or whatever it may be, 
there's heavy consideration on the firm's end before they take a bond dealing him as a client, if they are A-list firm. That's I, what the, I mean. I, the bigger, I think the bigger issue is that he's dropped about seven records this year. None of no them. No one cares. Stuff. That's part of it. That's it's all starting to play here. That's a much bigger issue than this book, fake news ass booking of, oh, only 500 tickets sold of a but show that, that he wasn't but, promoting and that nobody knew about. But that goes to the story. Like that goes, like if you have seven singles, now people start to look for the threads to come loose. Oh, now you got seven singles that flop and you can't sell out New Orleans regardless of the circumstances. We don't care about that. What we do care is that there's a trend here. That's what people are going to say. Hey, little baby is zero for seven this year too. Stop. So he's not the only baby that's but, striking out on these singles. <laughs> but he Let's just be clear. Out, he just he ain't like zero for though. He he has put out like a fire documentary, fire features. So people are wondering, hey, what's up with the singles? And if he book a show in New Orleans tomorrow, and you find <laughs> out about it yesterday, it's gonna sell out. Like, come on, you talking about little baby still? The baby has an uphill battle. I feel. Uh, speaking of uphill battle, man. Man. T.I.'s son, King, the youngest. If you've been watching him since Family Hustle, it was the baby on the show. Now he's all grown up. Uh, he was recently arrested. I still don't know exactly why. He got pulled over I don't for think something. I came out that what he got arrested for. Yeah, it, uh, he made it seem hella minor. This is the umpteenth time it seems like he's been in the news for all the wrong reasons. T.I. responded to critics asking him, yo, man, talk to your son, bro. He responded on Instagram and said, um, you think I ain't talked to him? You think I ain't already told him that where this road leads, it's going to end him up in jail. And that's not where he wants to be. It is all on him. Whether he makes this right or not, it is out of my hands. Do you agree with the stance that T.I. took? I do not, man. And people that listen to this show for the years, they know I, Clifford Harris is my guy. Maybe my favorite rapper of all time. Mm. However, when I hear this, and this probably got a lot to do with me personally, more so than the opinion itself. I don't have kids. I didn't grow up with a father in my life. So when I see this and I'm thinking of the position that I would take as a dad, if I did have kids and I was T.I., I'm not, I'm not hand, voluntary handing my son over to the penitentiary if, they, if he feel like that's the type of energy he on. Like I got a whole corporation and business stuff to do. So every day we wake up, y'all, you with me. You ain't going nowhere else. Ain't no more friends. Ain't no more going to kick it. Like you work for me now. And if you and if you protesting, like we can go outside and fight. And until you can whoop me, you work for me. I'm gonna pay you. Make sure you good. And yeah, we are gonna document this. That's the first part of it. Like I, I just I don't see the voluntary like as penitentiary energy. Like if he comes from that, as we know he do, you would think. And I know it's hard. Like his family, he probably did a lot behind the scenes, and we're not privy of fighting against this. I understand that, no doubt. However, it's just I look at it differently, maybe because I didn't have that, and that's how I would want it to be in an ideal world for me. So that's how I look at it in that sense. On the other sense, like what makes T? I feel like I got to explain myself and my parenting to the people. Like I wouldn't have ever got online and been like, "Hey, can yo, please stop asking me what man." No, don't. Don't worry about what I'm doing with King would have been the post. Ain't no long ass soliloquy about we've been here and he got penitentiary energy. Nigga, worry about your family and kids. Don't be telling me what to do with mine. That's how I would approach it. But I do think that T.I. had an opportunity here. Black parents, sometimes I feel like they want their kids to grow up a lot sooner. And I think a lot of that has to do with our history in the country where we come from a lot less. It's going to be, especially in the past, like you 18 the thought process is you're grown. You can go out and provide for yourself because I ain't got it to give to you anymore. 
Yeah. We're not necessarily in that scenario. Most of us aren't anymore. So a lot of other cultures, I think, hone theirs in until they can fly on their own, whether it's 18 or 25 or whatever it may be. You see that in a lot of other cultures getting help from parents until that long. So I wouldn't throw my hands up so quickly with a son that's 18 years old if I was T.I. And it's, if I did, I definitely would make it Instagram's information. Yeah, I, I think, uh, man, I, I got a homeboy of mine, Bird, called this mm -hmm. about three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah, King, he said, yeah, he was. He said, hey, man, the, the young T.I. kid, he said, hey, bro, dude won't be satisfied until he get locked up. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, he, told, he, did, he said this years ago, and I'm not saying he's the only one. I'm sure other people no. have peeped. They know where this road it leads to. Everybody else knows this shit, including T.I. T.I. went on to say, nigga, we've done all the punishments, the whoopings. He done got all the things as a child you can do with him. So now he's going to have to go through it and get through it. Ain't nothing me, his mama, or anybody going to be able to say about it. But I'm going to love him all the way through whatever it is he's going through. But he's going to learn his lessons. Life going to teach him all the lessons he needs to know. End mm. quote. Mm. And T.I. is honestly, there's no lie being told right there. And maybe there is some more information to it that he is going to do. He's just not telling the public. Maybe yeah. that's just his little bullshit statement that people put out usually through press releases and through written through PR statements and shit. This right. is just his way of doing that. This is his way of saying, I see what y'all saying. Stop slandering my name, acting like we're not talking to our son. You think we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. He's a public figure, so he he makes public statements. It wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. So I, I get it. That's kind of the heavy as the head type situation, bro. You got the fame and the and the fortune. It kind of comes with the everybody and their mommy and your comments telling you how to parent. So uh, this is how T.I. handles most situations. He did the same thing with the sexual assault case or whatever the, the case was. He did the same thing. Hopped on IG Live. And said his piece on there. He did this the same way. This is how he handles a lot of shit. Mm. But it's it's I hate to see because it, 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 I'm not finna sit here and try to psychoanalyze the son. But you hate to see someone in a a position of his in which he should be the next heir, nigga, the grand hustle something. Yeah. But instead, he's giving out captions explaining why he got arrested using two C's on the word back, and it bro, it just looks mad corny. I'm gonna be and real. that's a that's the thing that I didn't mention too. Like, if I'm T.I., bro, I I did come from nothing. Like, I'm the nigga that came from what you're trying to act like you came from. So you damn sure ain't from the shit of my name. Like, you ain't gonna fuck up this name that I built. So yeah. again, like I said, what he I understand what you're saying about releasing a public statement and having to address it that way. But when you see people like T.I. who go fight in Jay Alexander's parking lot or what Houston's or whatever it may be. And they're fighting for all of these causes and you're very outspoken and trying to save other things to throw your hands up and be like, well, he's penitentiary and ain't nothing I could do with him. Like, nah, like you don't do that. When he didn't say to... ain't nothing I can do. He said the only person that can change to make the change is himself. It starts with him, which that's it does. fair, but it that's true. However, it comes off like I'm going to let God deal with it. Like he said, versus not, like I think the other people who aren't going to be as careful with King would look at it like shit. His daddy gave up on him. Fuck him too. Like I'm talking about, like just not have, getting any breaks. <laughs> yeah, like judges or whatever it may be. Not just society in general. I'm trying I to say, like just not getting a break. Like I feel like a lot of times us as black men, you get people that give up on us, and they're like, well, fuck it. Then the rest of society finds it easy to do so. Shit, they culture don't love them and won't give them what they need. Why the fuck should we? 
I say that to say T.I. should have came off a lot more loving to him. Maybe he's done that. Maybe he tried that. But I just don't feel like it's everybody's business that he's going to share that tough love part of it with him. When, when does King have to take some responsibility, though? That's all right I'm now. I've told you, like, if I was T.I., like, we fighting, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Till you can, unless he think King can beat him up, and even if he could beat him up, I promise you, I'd get a security guard to beat that nigga up. <laughs> One of them big 300-pound, like, I I. That nigga would be terrified if I was his daddy, bro. <laughs> like, I'm free. Like, unless you, he would have to call the police on me and, and literally be a bitch ass nigga and be like, man, my daddy got the security and shit beat me up every morning. Nigga, you up at six, you coming with me. Now, that might mean T.I. have to cut some shit out to him, want King to see in his extracurricular life Possibly. outside of the house. But hey, man, that, that, that's your son. That's yep. more important than I feel like what he might have going on. So if it was me, how I would handle this, Spike Lou, if I was in T.I. position and had that type of money. Every day I wake up here where I go, you with me. You my apprentice now, little nigga. And if you got a problem with it until you can beat me up or pay somebody to beat this big ass security up, like you just got the road with it. You can stick your mouth out, all that shit. Every time smack, like, come on, like tough life. That's going to be the tough love. And Instagram will have nothing. Put that on IG. I'd tell him to film that, nigga. Your ass getting whooped out here in this driveway at a black house every day. But nah, like I, I couldn't just be like, let God handle that's penitentiary energy. Because he can't see I came from that. And people probably said that sure. about him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, moving on, your man, my man Kodak Black made my starting five when we did that. I think he was my sixth man, a young guy. I can't remember. Kodak Black is mad. He's angry with the Made in America Festival people because he pulled up late and they would not let him perform moving on with the show. Kodak Black said they're robbing fans of an experience. A.B., if you're running the Made in America Festival, are you letting the show go on or are you waiting for Kodak Black? Yeah, his set got to be canceled, big dog. Mm. <clears throat> he, they said he arrived with seven minutes left on his set. <laughs> he claimed he was just a little bit late. Ooh, shit. Nigga, what was your set? Ten minutes? Nigga, <laughs> no. Like, this, this, look, man, the festival doesn't revolve around you. And it's very possible him being late might not even have been his fault. Honestly, it is a myriad of things that could have happened. There's no, there's no telling. But the fact of the matter is, and I guarantee you, it's in something he signed. If you pull up to this late, nigga, you're not going to perform, and you're not getting paid, which is the real reason he's upset. Like, man, <laughs> he don't give a fuck about my fans. Didn't get to see me. No, nigga, you didn't get that bag, nigga. That's why you're hot, and that's okay. I understand it, but to blame Made in America especially if the reason you were late is you. <laughs> if if that was the case, which he hasn't come out to explain, bro, I don't want to know, bro. Like, you can't. He was supposed to be there at 645, bro, at the goddamn Liberty stage, nigga. And if you're not, if you're not early, then you late, bro. Like, it, and, and it's not, we're not going to sit here and act like Kodak is late. He's on some Lauren Hill shit, nigga, an hour late to every right. show. And I don't right. know nothing about any of that. But you were late to this one, and they have strict rules, and it is what it is. Dude. You can be mad all you want. He'll be fine. He'll get plenty of bags. There'll be plenty of other times to go see Kodak. But, bro, no, nah, I'm not letting that nigga perform. But we're not holding up everybody else shit nigga because of you. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Be more professional. Pull up on time. Or let me know so I can make some shit move around Thank you. to prepare for it. But you're definitely not pulling up with seven minutes left and thinking that you're about to steal cash this check. <laughs> and if I ain't like, if I was Jay-Z and he called me out directly and I called Wind of it, I would let him know that. Actually, it's probably Jay-Z ain't even responding to no shit like this. But he no. did at Jay-Z in his gripe because he's behind the Made in America Festival. Some other names on the list, 
Tyler, the creator, Bad Bunny, Lil Uzi, Jasmine, Pusha T, J.I.D., Flo Millie, Larry June, Babyface, right? So, I mean, it was Glorilla was there. Yeah. yeah. Here's go what we talk about again with professionalism. If I'm Kodak Black, I see these names on there. I know this is a big dog festival. There's no way that I'm going to be showing up with seven minutes late. Then try to blame somebody else, bro. It's on you. Like, it's just... As a part of growing up, it's a part of being good in this business as far as taking responsibility. This doesn't make him look any better by coming out and blaming them, saying what they should have done. Now people don't want to work with you. Now your booking falls a little bit. I mean, it's, it's it, no need to do this, man. Be more professional. Show up on time, little nigga. I remember I, I was looking at uh, Tony Yayo. Tony Yayo was on, uh, I think he was on Vlad, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how 50 50- was like the ultimate professional. He said 50 was never late to a show. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't, he was never late to anything. Like he made it a point to be early to literally everything. He said, dude was so laser focused on his business, whether it's the show, the interview, the meeting. He said, bro, you couldn't pay 50 to be late. He was very, very specific about being on time or early to shit. And that's just the difference in the way people look at business. Again, I'm not going to make this an indictment on Codex whole character because we don't hear this from him often. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, it, I, I thought it was interesting. I just saw that not too long ago. I thought it was interesting. Like yeah. people take their shit serious, nigga. It's your brand, it's your name, man. Like- bro, that's, and news travels quickly, bro. And all this shit is connected, bro. It's Live Nation. You can shit on Live Nation all you want to, nigga. They throw every fucking concert, bro. Exactly. <laughs> They're over yeah, everything, just, too. Like you, you got to look at this shit, all of it, every aspect. And you see why people, and that's what makes people buy in. That's what makes stars be okay with. Oh, got fifty name on it. I can do business with this. The product may not be great, or I can, if I'm Universal, I can release another fifty album because the business is good. When people know the business is good, yep. you get a lot more opportunities. And that's yep. one thing that we could approve upon in our culture. Yep. Like that was a when we were talking about leading into this next topic with capitalistic stuff, just professionalism goes a long way as far as opportunities. People notice that shit, bro. And Facts. and it makes people respect you too, though. They respect because like, you respect their time. You exactly. carry yourself like you are a professional, like you're respecting their time. Like yep. they don't feel like hey, I may waste my time with this. It's it's if you're talking about investors or you're talking about stakeholders, you're talking about people who feel comfortable putting money behind something. Yep. People who feel comfortable like buying into your vision or dream. Cause a lot of niggas can talk like who's going to show up and do, like you said, and consistently be professional while they're doing it. I ain't gonna lie though. It made in America sound like the, the, the Larry June key Glock, Pusha T Jasmine Sullivan, Tyler, the creator lineup. I mean, I would have posted up on that stage. Right? I'm cool with that. How much you pay for those tickets? Where the tickets is one ninety five. I don't do festivals though. He ain't doing a festival, but I wouldn't mind I'm seeing not. Larry June though. Next time he in the A, I'm pulling up. I would go to a Larry June show, but I'm not going to see nobody else here. <laughs> Cause I mean, I seen Pusha T. For sure, definitely ain't like yeah. That's it for me. Snow Allegra, maybe. I don't believe that. Maybe I can't believe Young Nudie on here. Not no hating way, but I just didn't know what about? about him. I ain't. I didn't know that he was popping like that. I thought he that's was like nuts. more underground. Slaughter gang, nigga. I ain't mad at it at all. <laughs> I, I ain't, don't we, I ain't mad at it. Go. Before we go to our favorite Jay-Z B-sides, man, Jay-Z is back in the news. Uh, he hopped on a, he did a rare, uh, what was that, like a he Twitter spaces. space? Uh, yeah. Either spaces. I think it was a clubhouse, maybe. Nah. It, was, even been club, it went clubhouse. It looked like it, but it was the Twitter version. 
Uh, I think it, uh, I thought it was Clubhouse. Go yeah, ahead. Twitter got a version of Clubhouse. Um, and he was on there speaking with Rob Markman and had a couple other people in there, DJ Khaled, a whole bunch of people in nigga, everybody but me. I wasn't in that motherfucker. Hot about that too. Yeah, I'm hot. But the clips are up, man. Jay-Z had kind of uh, touched on the criticisms of people calling him a capitalist. And he compared it to, well, he said that it's used more as a, uh, has a negative connotation the same way that people use the N-word. My question is, uh, is that a fair or a foul quote-unquote comparison? I think it's a fair comparison. I think since the word nigga has such a knee-jerk reaction that you hear that, and you're like, what? Mm. Immediately you think that. But then if you give it more thought, like I'm sure Jay has before he came out and said this, I'm sure that wasn't on a whim. Uh, just people trying to use words to divert you from an overall goal is what he meant. And I'm assuming when he's saying they had this whole retired nigga and this and that, it, can you use it? Can you not use it? Like, it's taken away from the conversation of trying to like do better. Like, the word don't mean shit versus actually getting out here and putting the action in. And when you're talking about being a capitalist, people try to use that yep. against Hove as, as to he's leaving people behind as to um, somebody is not eating because he is eating. Yep. And all he's saying is those are tricks. All of us can eat. I'm going to tell you how to do it. And if you're listening or paying attention, I'm laying it out here for you. So I think he's alluding to that more so than saying the capitalist is as uh, what impactful or as Nick is a nigga, like calling nigga or whatnot, but still in the same term of that's a go word. Like you hear somebody call you a capitalist, you automatically think, oh, my God, that's wrong. Yeah. Similar to the connotation of nigga before we turned that around. So I assume that he's turning the capitalist word around and being able to use that to make and uplift our community with investings and things of that nature with financial literacy. Yeah, kind of like kind of cold word, man. You know how people was like when people say thug, what they mm -hmm. really mean. You know, I mean, you know how that go. The full quote was all these lies that America told us our whole life. And then we start getting it and they try to lock us out of it. They started inventing words like capitalist. We've been called niggers and monkeys and shit. I don't care what words y'all come up with. Y'all got to come with stronger words. So like I said, it wasn't a quote unquote comparison, so to speak, but he did use them in the same sentence. My point is, first of all, let me look up. This is what a capitalist is. I just want to get to Webster's Dictionary so that we're all on the same page. A wealthy person who uses money to invest in trade and industry for profit in accordance with the principles of capitalism. Mm -hmm. Which is the, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know, capitalism is the, it, that's what this country is based American on. This is not a socialist society. This is a capitalist society. If you own shit, then you're probably going to be doing better than someone who isn't. That's kind of how it is. And I'm all of the point, I'm, excuse me, I'm all of the mind of not necessarily hating the player, but hating the game if you have something that you want to hate about it. Right, right. If, if you're like, yo, this capitalism shit is trash. I wish the society wasn't like it. Man, I, I get it 110%. Because, goddammit, you roll down here in Atlanta, nigga, and you'll see the effects of the negative side of it, nigga, because it's tents lined up all downtown with niggas sleeping in them. So I, I understand completely. But to point the finger at one particular person, two particular people, and use them as the scapegoat for the way that society moves, I think is, I'm, I'm not here for that. I always thought that was kind of lame. And then Jay has said this from the beginning. It's not as if he's hid his intentions. He said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Like he's been saying this for a very long time. This is the game that we're in. If you take any type of classes in business, 
then you see what he's doing is not surprising or not off script at all for any of this shit. And so it doesn't necessarily surprise me. He reached a little bit by putting those two words in the same sentence, but I understand what he's saying. People try to use capitalist as a slur and then try to like make it seem like that's not a good thing. And so then that may steer some people away from it, which may cause them to lose in the end if they don't truly grasp and understand the situation that we're in. So I understand what he's saying. I was just glad to hear from Hove. It's rare you hear from him in an interview style thing. So I thought that little clubhouse slash Twitter meeting, Greek, whatever the fuck it's called, was still dope to listen to, though. Yeah, absolutely. When people get old, you know, they started talking more, not giving a fuck about how people think about it. That's true. What would you say to the critic of that statement that says, well, capitalism is racist because us as a people have less to invest what we're talking about, what a capitalist is. So black people have less to do that with. So the system, like you were alluding to with the people lined up and down the street of Atlanta, as far as homeless, and they think that Jay-Z should be using his voice to shed light to that versus making more money. Yeah, no, like Jay said, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. That's the verse I was looking for. I was hoping you would go there. I set it up on a tee for you. You did a great job. Listen, great job. So I get rich and give back, nigga. That's the win-win. Like that. Listen, I again, I can't look at one person to fix the issues of a of a society that he didn't help create. He just said when we start to get it, they try to lock us out of it. Mm. So like, let's not try to make it seem like man, like this ain't the way to go. And this is that, that, that. they try to create infighting and it's worked very well up until this point. But, but bro, don't, let's not fall for the trick, man, dude. Get yeah. to this paper, <laughs> take care of your family and, cl- and close friends and put everybody, you know, up on game when you learn something so that everybody can be in the same boat, man. Don't fuck that, man. Get to this bag. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be get to the bag, nigga, but I'm sorry. And that's I, I can't trick. take it no other way. Yep, absolutely. And that's a trick that niggas try to pull with when you're talking about niggas like LeBron or yep. you're talking about niggas like Jordan or Jay. And Oprah. Like, oh, man, Oprah. They yep. don't do enough. Man, could bro. they do more? Absolutely. We all could. Ex- it, that's however, however. No, that's it. Yeah, that, that's it, too. <laughs> we all could, bro. We There's all no... could do more. With that being said, like this nigga LeBron is building schools. Like, I can't go teaching the motherfuckers, bro. Like, Jay-Z, like, like. The little shit that I do probably trumps what you've done in the last 10 years. <laughs> so, yeah, I get like what, yeah, okay, you can criticize me, but go do something. Exactly. You know that's saying? all that, I'm that's saying. That's what's going to make it better. Not calling Jay Z a capitalist and being mad that he enjoys the perks of being successful. Right, I'm right, going right. to give back, but I'm going to also enjoy the fruits of my labor, my nigga. Yeah. Like, come on. Like nah, people just, be unrealistic I, with shit like that. Yeah, it don't I, I just don't see shit like that same way. Some people see it through certain lenses, and I I get it, bro. Just, I just don't yeah, look at it like, that way. I like like perfect. I like you said. I can't be out here. I can't be the nigga that's buying the watermelons and going to the hood and handing them out with you, bro. I'm trying to buy more watermelons for the next thing, bro. I can't be <laughs> out here with you doing the labor and shit, my nigga. Like damn, it just it is what it is, man. Yeah, hey guys, more hove. We're still tripping off the guy did verse, verse of the year. I'm already stamping it. Don't even worry about it. Absolutely. Got us Not. thinking. Oh, shout out to, um, man, shout out to the homie Bakari. He said, y'all definitely did a video about Hov's verses, but it was a bracket video from last year. And he is 100% yeah. correct. 
We did a March Madness Sweet 16 of Jay-Z's best verses, bracket style. So good looking on that. Too many videos, man. We be forgetting shit. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate that, Bakar. Absolutely. But we flipped the script, man. We going B-sides this time. Y'all remember Hove had a B-side concert in Brooklyn, which I'm still hot I couldn't go to. Thanks. So uh, I think he might have had two. I ain't know about the second one. I remember I think he did too. Oh, um, I think Netflix was, or something. I think this one Cam came out too. Ah, yeah, I remember they didn't. They did welcome to Jim, New York. Jim, Jim, yeah, yeah. Shit. Um. Anyway, so we thought it would be dope, man. We break down our give our five favorite B sides. We have not seen each other's list. If we had the same five, that would be fucking insane. But I doubt it. Seriously, yeah, I, I threw a couple curveballs in here. Yeah, I, I don't think we got the same thing. I, I, I seriously would doubt. Maybe one. I see maybe one, possibly. However, I got two honorable mentions just in case, though. I made a whole playlist. I was excited <laughs> about getting. I got thirty <laughs> songs, my nigga. So I got options actually. Uh, this Bakari tried to throw the curveball. Didn't want us to do it, saying that was already whole. I'm not. I'm just joking. I don't know if he did that, but <laughs> y'all going to get this whole. Y'all thought y'all were going to talk us off of it. We had to be holders of the fort for this generation and talk more hove, like you said, off of these verses, off of the last verse, excuse me, that he did for Khaled. God did, because hove did. Absolutely, man. B-side. What's a B-side? Anybody that don't know, what would you consider a B-side? B-sides is the, the album tracks, not the ones that you're consistently hearing on the radio, not the first song that you hear at the concert, not the closer at the concert, but when you pull up at the light and you hear a motherfucker bumping that you be like, oh they know oh they fuck with him heavy oh that they those tracks those tracks where yeah people know of them but when you write the word for word with them and those are the first ones that you go onto the albums that aren't the main tracks those tracks those are the ones we're talking about right there yeah it came from uh when when singles used to come out and then there'd be an A side and a B side. The A side would be the actual single itself. And then the B side would kind of be the other record that they would drop um, in tandem with that. Most of the time would get less pub because it was all about the A side record. So B sides, like you said, man, the ones that don't get as much pub, but probably, but all the fans know it though. If you know, you know, type situation. Uh, kick it off, man. Which, which one, what's one of your favorites though? They recently just put this out. I, I, I talked about this not being on, I mean, it may have been Spotify because it's definitely on Apple Music and I was so thrilled doing the research <laughs> when I fucking found this. I listened to it on repeat because I hadn't heard it in forever. My first one, one of my favorite whole verses, and I know you probably don't got this because this album slept on. It's R. Kelly and Jay-Z, It Ain't Personal, where he talks about A alike, B alike. We don't vibe no more because we don't see alike. Your mom's got it list. twisted. She think Hove changed. No, Hove still here like Rogue. Man, God. I, I have that on my list. No way you had know. that. I'm hot about that. That was my curveball because I, I didn't think you was going to go collab. Probably. That's probably one of my favorites. Hove versus period. Like, now, that, song is just, that song is banging, though. Facts. And most, a lot of people not on that either. You'll play that and you'll be like, oh. but yeah. Not because that album is slept on, honestly. Facts. Like most people that, but uh, let me say that if you're a fan of Jay, then you probably know that that, ha that has Pete on it. And that was one of them, clearly, because that song is the shit. I thought that you would go with the intro. The intro was my honorable mention. That shit's so hard, though. <laughs> Welcome to the basketball. I, I definitely thought that you would go with the intro, which is why I picked out. But I'll switch it up, though. I'll take it back uh, further than that. I'll go volume two, Hard Not Life, which is mm -hmm. a, 
a banger album, clearly. I went with a week ago, which is complete flames. I thought they he used too short perfectly on the hook. Facts. Didn't didn't need a verse. Shout out to too short though. But I just think that I like when people take other bigger name artists, but then utilize them in different ways with that don't always involve with getting a verse. Like sometimes you flip them on ad-libs or just a hook or just an outro or just an intro. And I thought that was a super dope. Uh, way to flip it but that album is banging um volume two goes super tough but that week ago that's my shit that shit go hard as fuck that was the first jay-z album that i bought i remember hard not that damn annie got you yes absolutely i'm like oh this is my guy next one for me r.i.p to my guy to jokey ike man this was his favorite jay-z song off the black album listening to this song is almost like watching a good episode of Raising Canaan. It feel like you almost watch Sean Carter grow up. And it's there's allure. no such thing as a good episode of Raising Canaan. I said almost like watch if you there were good episodes of great episodes of Raising Canaan, this would be the one. It's okay. allure off the blackout. That I had that too. Off the li- <laughs> the allure of breaking the law is always too good for you to ever ignore. I gotta think that that's my shit. My guy it makes me think of my guy. I used to do this little dance when it came on. So uh, I had to pick it for that. I can't believe that you had a lure as well. I think you're just saying that now. I swear <laughs> on everything. But again, that's why I had audible mentions. Okay. But I love a lure. That song is a shit. Black Album is a classic. The dopest part when we had, shout out to Dame Dash, we had him on the show and he talked about his network. And I, wa- I went on the network and watched a couple of shows. He had Klein. Mm-hmm. on there and he had that he had that dame had that show where he would tell stories and yep. it had like the little music in the background and stuff and Klein was telling the story how that vert uh, you know of how what him and jay got into and how we how it led up to him getting pulled over and all that shit was fire mm-hmm. um yeah, so shout out to that but that song is amazing though do you have another one off that album because i um that one no i didn't i album. didn't pick one off that album but there is an album that i have two on here well, let me get one more off that album, then, since you said that one. Threats with the... Uh, it's banging. Was that, that Steve Harvey? No, nah, I said Entertainer. Cedric Entertainer, yeah. Cedric, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, Cedric Entertainer on that Threats when he talking through that. He was ripping that. That last verse is phenomenal. That's the shit. And Ooh. ironically, Black Album has Jay's worst single, which is Change Clothes. That ain't nothing. You stand, you've been standing on that for like a decade. I can't stand that song, dude. I don't know if that song is some slow and ain't ripping it in everything. That ain't worse than the single for Kingdom Come with the Dale Earnhardt shit. I ain't like uh, that. Show me what you got. Yeah, that's listen. What? And it ain't. It, I got a hot take here since we talking about that. What? When I was doing my research for this, that Kingdom Come is not the worst album. You know what is? That uh fucking that Blue damn Samsung. Oh, Magna Carter. At Magna Carter. Is way down there, like that. That ain't it's bottom that, three. Facts, like it's that ain't three. one you playing back. Like I was going back to listen. I'm like, man, it's some slow. It's, it's bottom. I three. mean, it's hove. He's still spitting on there, yeah. but it ain't. That ain't no Jay Z album. Like that it ain't, ain't top no, tier Jay. Oh God, no. Yeah, that's the um negative effects of capitalism. Facts. <laughs> he went man, after he a bag on. We, we definitely went for the bag on that. That was the album he sold a million out the gate to like Samsung or something, right? Went yeah, platinum, for like, sure. The first day. Nope. Um, I got one. I'm going with uh, a joint that's on Jay-Z's most underrated album, in my mm. opinion. When I say Jay-Z's most underrated album, what do you think I'm thinking? Or what would you say? American Guys. That's exactly what that is. And I'm going with Party Life. <laughs> Oof. Listen, 
this shit's so fire, nigga. I can listen to the acapella American Gangster and listen to this song still and still go. Um, order this Patrizzi while talking to this Breezy. This is easily his most underrated album. It doesn't What's get the enough SB credit. Line? The SB yes. line so filthy. Ah, dude, the little sample, dude, it's the party life. That that shit goes retarded. I, I really, 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 really love that album. It doesn't get enough respect. Um, and that's really mostly because of how stellar. He <laughs> got like four classics, dude. That so it's kind of like. Yeah, that, that was, again, one of those things going back doing the research. I was like, damn, this was bang. That American Gangster was hard. Yeah, American oh. Gangster was tough. So I, I definitely had to pick. I almost went with another one on there. I ain't going to say it just in case you have it, but I went with Party Life, though. Um, I got one that I'm sure you will not have. I've this is hilarious. The first two. I'm sure you will not have this one. Because I don't even think you like the album. Yes, Kingdom Come, I feel like, was one of the worst Jay-Z albums, but... I feel like this song is the full circle song of the verse that made us do the episode. And that's Do You Want to Ride with John Legend. Yeah, I, I don't have that, but that's the shit. He, this is the first song that I remember. It may have been before this, but my Jay-Z fandom when I heard him talking about Emory. Emory, yeah. And his homeboy being locked up. And like, they're just the me, for me, I like the vulnerable Jay-Z. Those are the songs that I went for on the B-side. So this one, what I took from this is like, yeah, my homeboy got locked up when we were out doing our thing. I've done all of this. This is a point in time where he was retiring. I've been rapping 10 years, but I still, I haven't forgot you, my nigga. When you get out, my nigga, it's up. And that shit just, it, it was just fire to me. But to, you didn't see a lot of that at that point in time in hip hop. And for him to put that old to Emory, and then you double back on this Khaled verse, checking in, like I done made my man a boss now. Uh, like that's just fire. I mean, that's one of the parts of reason why I was talking about why that verse was so dope because this was one of my favorite songs and to hear the ending of that or the continuation of it is fire. It's the same way Breaking Bad looped in Better Call Saul and tied it all in together and, and it was callbacks and Easter eggs. Jay do the same thing in his music. Thanks. Thanks. When it comes to name dropping people and tying through stories, he do the same shit. So that, that, that's the shit. Thanks. That album is decent, but that song was the shit. Love that song. Um, I got a, I got one cheat code on here, mm. but you already cheated too because you went collab album. So I went collab album on Watch the Throne, mm. and I went gotta have it um, with the sample. What you need? What what you need? Yeah. That shit. <laughs> That's the first song I heard off that album. <laughs> I remember that, dude. That shit is so banging. I wish I could get this feeling. I'm planking on a million. Maybe remember when niggas was planking. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, dude. Man, back blacks on blacks on black. Like his verse, well, the verses are fire, but the song is the shit too. Um, and that album is a man. Watch the throne so banging like that. That shit is stupid, but that song was the shit. Uh, it's a, it's a big sleeper on there. I missed the Watch the Throne show live show. I hope they played this, and I'm gonna imagine that they did because that shit hit. If you if it's, if it's been a while since you listened to it. Run that gotta have it back on Wash It Throne. This shit's stupid. That's the tour right there. Niggas ever want to break the fucking bank? The Wash the Throne tour slash Jay Z Kanye versus tour. Like that's that. I ain't even gotta go on stage with this nigga. We just come out back to back playing the songs. Like I that I yeah, got it. That's filling up. That's filling up the Pelicans arena. I got four five hundred for that ticket. I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. We got to put that on affirm or afterpay or whatever we gonna do for it. Like I'm that I'm in there. Yeah, like, try, charge that to the game. Man, facts, nigga. Thousand dollar for the Jay Z Kanye versus Kanye. Okay, 
Where do we sign up at, nigga? What? <laughs> sign here? Okay, cool. Run it, nigga. Uh, uh, I had another it? collab, but I ain't going to do that since you said that was cheating. And I'll go in the vault. One of my other ones off Jay-Z's. After I bought that um, volume two, I went back and bought volume one. Mm. And the You Must Love Me. Again, when I go back and I'm talking about these verses in the B-sides for Jay, it's always the vulnerable Jay-Z that gets it for me. I guess that's why I lack the understanding when the newer generation, like, oh, he always talks about the same thing. That's what this episode is for. Yeah. Go listen to You Must Love Me, those three verses, the one about his mom, the one about his girl he was dating in. And I just now realized this, listening to it, and I don't really know if he was talking about his blood brother or just his friend, because even at the end of the verse, he said, my homeboy. And throughout the verse, he was saying, my brother. I always thought he met his brother, but I don't mm. even know if Jason has a brother. So maybe he was just referring to one of his friends as his brother. Probably. Yeah, that, that whole, like, you must love me is easily probably top five whole songs for me, man. Like, I love that song. That, no, that's the shit. That's yep. the shit. Um, I got two more, and they're both on the same album. Mm. But it's a double disc. Oh, you ain't got two off Blueprint Two. The title track, Blueprint Two. Yeah, I, which I, I gave I, you that one. I gave you that. Like, I just I was listening to that when we logged on for this. <laughs> I wish it was called something different. The same way, like Ether is called Ether. <laughs> like you know what that is. It's not called nigga Nas, which would have been some slaw. This should have been called something else, so then it could be more easily identifiable. But this, the, this was the clap back at Nas that gets no respect. This that should. Nigga, the rap version of T.D. Jakes <laughs> prophesied on your CDs and tapes. This was a very adult diss. And if yes. I was Nas, I'd still be mad about this. Too. Like, Ether was cool if we jonesing. Right, right, right. Like, you being funny. But this yep. nigga, like, Blueprint 2 something different, man. Like, That's I was it. listening to this as, like, my mindset now and the age I am now, like, man, this nigga was shitting on you, bro. <laughs> like, you, like, you gotta, you gotta stand next to this nigga on the stage, bro. Like, nah, we ain't, we might not have never been cool. If that was me, he said that shit. Like, that nigga, because he wear a kufi, it don't mean anything. Right. Fake version of TD Jakes prophesizing off your CDs and tapes won't break you a crumb off the little bit that he <laughs> make. And this is who you want to place your fate? God. Put dollars on mine, nigga. Ask Columbine. Ask Twin Columbine. Towers dropped. I was the first in line, and the nigga was killing me. <laughs> and he was favorite song. He was genuinely perplexed. You could tell, like rapping this, like y'all talking about this nigga, like y'all really doing this. Like he was. That's what made the song fire. And it was like Wally Jim. Wally, or is it one? Mike? <laughs> he was questioning that shit as he was doing it. That shit was fire, nigga. God, this shit was mine. I right, thought my, I thought my like last that? one since since I'm still oh, on yeah. Blueprint too, just to, since I already spoiled that. Okay, but I'm going disc one, and I feel like this song is criminally underrated. But a dream with mm. Faith Evans, where he talking about where he said he big came to him in his dream. That's nigga. I see. I said jealousy. I said got the whole industry mad at me. I said like Damn. all of that, dude. <laughs> Making this playlist just brought so many memories. I remember when we first listened to this. And we was listening. We was like, man, little Larry was going crazy. And like, it's just, I, I remember like just digesting some of this shit for the first time and how impactful it was. And I guess why we hold him in that regard. For sure. Yeah. That's my last one. I think that's crazy. Uh, how many more do I have? Because I could do this all. <laughs> Uno. One more. 
my last one, if I have to choose, will probably be one of my favorite Jay-Z songs ever. I think I said about all five of these. Yeah. It's the uh, Where Have You Been with Benny Siegel. The verse of, with Bean's version, he fucking started crying on the first track and then Hove just like wrapping it up so gracefully. Uh, the story about their dads not growing up with them personally resonates for me. It's just, I could listen to that song and almost get teary-eyed today. Just how they them niggas was giving it up, giving it up. And then the second one on Beans album where Beans almost apologized for his verse to his dad. Like, uh I got I still got love for you. That's the name mm-hmm. of that one. But that's a Beans one. But where have you been with Beans? Easily top three for me, Hope. I knew you, I knew you was gonna pick something off Dynasty. The Dynasty album. You know, that's one of my favorite Hope. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were gonna go with this KB Yeah, honestly. Snoop, Snoop and Memphis Bleak. Best verses of their lives are on this CD. Relax. No hesitation. Relax. Like, that ain't even an exaggeration. Memphis Bleak, best verse of his life is on number six. <laughs> Easily. And then Snoop ripped that too. How often uh-huh. do you say that? Dynasty, not Dynasty Tough. Dynasty Dynasty, tough. Dynasty tough. gets pushed down just because of how great a lot of other shit is, but it's tough Dynasty though. Tough. Man, y'all let us know what some of y'all favorite whole B-sides. I'm still sick. I couldn't go to either one of them concerts. And I'm also sick that Netflix reportedly filmed the last one and we still ain't got that. Like, what? Yeah, I don't that. understand what's going on. What's the hold up? I don't get Cole it. probably got a big boy ticket on that. Yeah, hey, he Kanye don't... wanted however much he wanted for that documentary. Imagine what whole one for this B-sides. Listen, um, Netflix if... only got two years left, so they, he need to hurry up and get what he can. Come on with that. If you follow me on Apple Music, I am Spike Lou. I did drop my favorite. Uh, like I said, I got 30 tracks. I only uh, just dropped my favorite uh, whole B-side song, so go check that out. Whole, whole being able to do two B-side concerts and they both sell out? That's nuts. The GOAT. Like, no play, singles? Just <laughs> play with whole name that are young, and it's just nuts to me. It's really, really nuts to me. But that is a whole B-sides. Like you said, A.B., man, y'all let us know what your favorite B-side tracks are from the whole album. Leave the comments on the YouTube page or wherever you contact me on Dick TV show. We're going to get into some wins and losses before we get out of here. First one, Rich Homie Quan. He's launching a new independent music venture with your man, Troy Carter, Lil Wayne's former manager. Mm. Called Troy Carter's music group. Win or a loss, A.B.? Uh, that's a win because it's, listen, Rich Homie Quan seen Young Thug get locked up and went straight to the yo. It was like, man, let me get my style back. I'm going to hop back out here, I thought, too. <laughs> I thought she was going to say because he was trying to avoid like getting locked up and say, that nigga ain't outside. But I, <laughs> I digress. I don't know that. Listen, he went right back in the booth, dude. He seen an opening and he took advantage of it. I ain't mad at him. Shout out to Rich Homie Quan. You think he can do it? Like I, I was gonna say it was the L for Troy Carter for like that's where you going like you Lil Wayne manager and you got Rich Homie Quan was that little was he Lil Wayne man I thought Lil Wayne that, manager was, he was from? I thought that's what he was saying was from ain't that the dude Nah Lil Wayne manager was Cortez Bryant Cortez Bryant where do we know this dude from then I have no idea I thought this dude was famous for some reason it got it said it in the article I can't remember now however an independent chance on Rich Homie Quan in twenty twenty two is nuts and an L for me. Uh, win or a loss after getting an emmy for his super bowl performance eminem is just a what is it tony a tony away from egot status and if you're familiar with egot john legend has one it's an emmy a grammy an oscar and a tony win or a loss for him for being on this list almost it's a w it's a loss for me because i didn't know a super bowl performance could win an emmy that's number one i had no idea 
It's on TV. Yeah, but it's never happened before. So I was like, oh shit, I ain't know that. Take hip hop to do it. Yes, nigga. Dre Damn. did. Hove did. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> nah, that's a W though, man. That's a, that's a big accomplishment. Man. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. She just got that E guy status too, though. Facts. This may be an L because now we have to worry about how Eminem is gonna get a Tony. He and I think force it too. You know it. Then that's gonna be nasty. I do not know. I think you ain't it a play? I think yeah. a Tony is a play or something. So yeah. I'm scared of the Eminem play. Maybe they put 12 mile on Broadway or eight mile on Broadway. They could do like a stand play. That'll be fine. That'll be hard, dog. That'll be hard. That'll be fine. Get game in there. Do it. <laughs> Last W or L before we get out of here. That new 2K is on the way out. And your man J. Cole got a cover fresh out of Africa with the hooping, and he's right on the cover of 2K. Is this a W or an L? It's an L. The, the cover is an L. What? Uh, it, look, because it says Dreamer Edition, and there's nothing different about the <laughs> the edition than the cover. <laughs> what kind of shit is that, dude? But it's a W. He in the he's in the game in the little like, my career. He's actually in that motherfucker in the my career joint. And that part looked dope. But getting the, the cover was some slaw, number one. Man. Like I said, you see his Pumas, nigga. All it's 80% his Pumas, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. Those are trash. Can, can you play with J. Cole on there? That'd be funny if you could play with him. He got dog. Like, nigga had a garden LeBron or something. His 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 three point per his three point rating is higher than uh Russell Russell Westbrook's in the game. I'd be ready to fight if I was Westbrook. Y'all got me fucked. He got fire on J. Cole and everything. Yeah, I'm pulling up. Then. I'm pulling up. Y'all got me <laughs> fucked up if I'm Westbrook. I promise you. Got me, y'all got me all the way fucked up. All right, AB, get us out of here with the on deck of the week and put on. Uh, yeah, shout out to um YouTube, man. We on here. The comments going crazy. Um, shout out to Hendrix Loco. Said AB might be right about Dr. Dre. That beat and song was hot trash. Mm. Thank you. I hate to say it, Dre's a legend. First ballot Hall of Fame. All of that good shit. However, his sound might be done in 2022. Let's be clear, That's guys. Nuts. And um, shout out to Ice Water Willie, man. He said, I'm glad y'all ninjas is on YouTube consistently. Nigga, it's up. I can't miss an episode now. Shout out to Ice Water Willie. You are 100% correct. We are here, goddammit. I ain't gonna lie, Ice Water Willie, you're a little late. We've been here for a while. We've been, been on come YouTube clean. for a minute. That's my guy, too. I, <laughs> don't clean. try to We've come for us like we ain't been on YouTube, bro. We've been on YouTube We've for a stretch. Here. <laughs> but I'm glad he found this dog. God damn it. That's what's up. That's a fact. I'm just joking around. Uh, what you got to put on, man? Um, another week in the books. Listen to that podcast every Friday. Also, the nerds that listen to On Deck out there, man, tap in with me because I tried the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. The, mm -hmm. Supposed to be the most expensive show ever done. Trying to get some Game of Thrones fix in there. And uh, the first two episodes was rough. I'm mm. lie to you. It was a lot going on that I had no fucking clue what was you. happening. But it looked good. It looked fantastic. Maybe it the better. best looking, may, maybe the best looking TV show I've ever seen in my life. I will say that. However, if there's anybody that has knowledge on that world and the lore around the story, tap in with your boy, man. Shoot me an email or a direct message. Let me know what's going on after these first two episodes because I am not getting it. Nerd alert. Oh, Super good on that. This is killing Marvel shit, though. That I will no say way. that. I promise you this. Um, there ain't no way. I got to put on, man. I went and, to the movies. Uh, Jim and Aaron cooking on it, too. So they hit me. I fuck with Jim and Aaron. They don't know nothing about that. So, um, my put on for this week, I went to the movies as usual. I live in AMC. I saw a movie called Breaking. 
with a dude about the true story about the dude who held the bank up, a black dude, and it mm. happened in Atlanta, it happened in Marietta. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's not getting a lot of pub, but I he ain't was a, a preview he, or nothing for this. That's what I'm saying. He ain't getting a lot of pub, but he was an army vet that held up uh, the bank because they wouldn't pay him his VA check. They held up his check, so he held up the bank, but not to rob the bank, just to bring attention to the, to VA doing them wrong. So, and it happened in, happened in Marietta, 2017. It's a crazy story, and it's funny because I was living in Marietta then, and I had no idea this happened. <laughs> you know, you know they they don't put bank robbers and stuff on the news though. Remember we talked about that? Because you remember when we first got down here, we worked a temp job and it was a bitch that worked with us that robbed a bank with her son. Like we literally had talked oh, to yeah, her. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. we literally had talked to her that day and it was For on sure. the news. that She was at work that day and robbed a bank that night. I remember that. She didn't come the next day and we saw it on the news. However, yeah. you know one of the reasons they don't put bank robberies on the news because they don't want other people to try it and feel like, they feel like the, the more that they promote them, the more people will try them. So they don't you they usually try to deter away unless it's something like somebody died or it was like something ridiculous. They yeah, usually yeah. try not to report those. But it, it, it was a good movie. It was I got here's the thing though. The main actor was trying to get his Denzel on, and I seen that from the trailer, IQ. so it didn't bother me, but I can see it taking somebody out because he was he doing was, the John Q. He was trying to do his Denzel, his John Q, very John Q-esque, but it's a very interesting story, dude. It's, it's a fucked up story. Make you want to root for him. What made very you want well. to see that? Huh? Did you see the preview? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they showed a preview in, in one of the shit I seen not too long ago. Gotcha. I was like, I'll pull up to that. And I heard good reviews. I was like, I'll fuck with it. I recommend it. It's pretty good. But if it come out on, uh, you probably it's probably gone and soon. But check it out on streaming when it drops, though. It's pretty dope. Gotcha. And also, my Green Bay Packers kick off their season this year. 14-3 and three is my prediction. Super Bowl ring, obviously. Uh, the road to the championship goes through Lambeau, goddammit. Let's get Vikings it. Vikings going to win that division, and you're going to be so mad. No, nah, really, we still going to win the chip. Nah, it's over, Pharaoh. Uh, y'all might win five games this year. Yep. <laughs> This nigga you heard it here first. It's over for the reign of A-Rod. It's over. Hey, man. This episode is over, guys. We appreciate you tapping in as always. Let us know in the comments on YouTube, man. What's your top? Give us five of your favorite whole B-sides. YouTube.com slash TV. What else before we get out of here, man? That's it, man. I am Spike Lou. That's Animal Brown. We appreciate you guys. We out. Deserve. Yes,